Um, as you know, throughout the week, I try to uh, compile notes uh, about things that I observe mm-hmm. so that you and I can talk about something prior to going right into the episode. In a segment we like to call... Opinions. <laughs> uh, so, I have a question for you. You know truck nuts? I'm aware of them. Where's the dick supposed to be? The dick is the entire vehicle. The dick is the truck itself. That's why it hangs on the back, down at the bottom? Yeah. Cause it's I've like, never thought about that until just now. <laughs> like, the dick could be coming out of, like, the face of the truck. <laughs> like, because the truck is usually hanging from the tail. Yeah. So the dick the, could the, be, like, at the gas tank. The hitch. Yeah. No, the dick's the entire rest of the truck. Then those are tiny little nuts. Yeah, man. But a big dick. <laughs> the dick's what gets it done. Dicks. <laughs> Do what we supposed to do. We shut it down. What are we doing? Bo. Uh huh. Welcome to Telefriends, where we're listening to the messages our callers leave at 304 518 Jams. Jams. I'm Casey. You're Bo. Hello, Bo. Hello. I've heard all these calls. Bo hasn't heard any of them. That's true. Let's get into it with call. Number six. Hey, tell a friend. Uh, just a word of advice for everyone who listens to the tell a friend. Uh, make sure you get the number right. Don't call three or four five three eight jams. 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 Man, he has set her up. <laughs> set her up. Uh, yeah, don't call him. J- whoever JBS is, they just got a very confusing message because I went ahead and left my tell message anyway. Um, <laughs> So, my question for you today, just kind of a, a topic to pose, uh, what do you think about when movie studios work on and film and release virtually the same movie at the same time? Uh, yeah, like, you know, one of them... Like Deep Impact. Says, uh, what's Universal working on? They're filming a movie about Napoleon. Yeah. Quick, what do we have on Napoleon? Uh, we got this thing we optioned ten years ago. Well, dust it off. Dustin Hoffman. Done Pretty good Napoleon. Napoleon movie. Is, is there uh, that? No. There's two about the asteroids, Deep Impact, and uh, whatever Armageddon. that, and Armageddon. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> uh, Man, I just blew recover. Again! Uh, bye! <laughs> they also did that shit with, like, uh, there was, like, two volcano movies at the same yeah, time. Yeah, there was Volcano and, uh... Volcano with an exclamation point. Dante's Peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... Which one of them, like, I remember the time, like, every time that happens with the science ones, like the the asteroid one or the volcano one, it's like, which one do the scientists respect? Is that the, is that which one gets your ticket? Is yeah, that, I'm team scientist. <laughs> no, wait, I love both Deep Impact and Armageddon. I thought they both were great. Um, Armageddon's yeah. the dumbest. Armageddon does not hold up. 
to today's scrutiny. It literally starts off with Bruce Willis in a terrible hairpiece shooting a shotgun at a Greenpeace boat. Yeah. Like, okay, Deep Impact has a killer uh, tidal wave. Yeah. All right. So you're a studio head. You're you're a studio head. Yeah. My studio has just announced their plans for Napoleon, starring Dustin Hoffman. That's so. That's so good. That's such like good late. casting. This is like starting after first exile. Like yeah, he's yeah, coming yeah. He's back. coming back. And like the whole trailer is leading up to revealing Dustin Hoffman. Like as. the story of that in history is pretty fucking dope. Yeah, like, it's, a, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, they literally say what you want about Napoleon and his yeah. like deal and his politics. what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay, so you hear about that. You see the first trailer. Uh-huh. No, you don't see the trailer because it's too late for you. You're fucked. Right. But you hear that I've cast Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman and, as older and, Napoleon in Universal's Napoleon because we got there first. We got the name. Yeah. What's your... What's my move? What's your comeback movie? What's your... We got to get in on this game. Oh, I got this, dog. Okay. Uh, I hi- Mine's directed by Ridley Scott. I'm gonna. T- that seems like a really ass Scott movie. <laughs> who finished the Kubrick sex movie? Was that Spielberg? To finish it for him? I think so. Because because also he did. Yeah, he did AI. AI which was, that was a Kubrick. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm. And he added his own ending to it. I don't know if like, I'm going back to Spielberg. Well, I'm gonna give. If I'm the studio executive, I'm like PT. I'm gonna give you all the money you need. To fucking make Stanley Kubrick's fucking Napoleon movie that he has the 10,000-page notebook for. <laughs> you, or you're just going to let him do what he does. And then you've See, got a movie... Thing, you almost want a guy that doesn't have a distinctive... Like, then you got a movie about him just being in exile. Like, and that's it. But, the, but I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, it works sometimes, right? Like, if fucking, you know, like, Gus Van Sant has, like, a, has a perspective, but he did the shot-for-shot remake of Psycho. Um, yeah. I think that would be like a, you know, a dope challenge for an auteur to 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 take the reins of the unfinished masterpiece. This is a giant notebook. Yeah, and you know he would be perfect for it because he wouldn't be afraid to cut shit out. Be like he wouldn't be afraid to cut shit out. He wouldn't be afraid to stay with some shit. Yeah, because I think that's a real Kubrick thing. And he could look at it like, oh, I get this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's. It's like maybe not as funny a move as you wanted from me, but Mm -hmm. that is what I would Mm -hmm. do. You're not going to make nearly as much money as my movie. No. <laughs> How, Who's starring as? John Heater. John Heater starring as a fool. Reprising it's, his role. Oh, the Kubrick one's about Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. He wrote 10,000 words about Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Have you seen the notebook for that thing? It's fucking nah. bonkers, dude. He went off. Was that like going to be his big I think life's so. work thing? Yeah. Or is that like a pet project? You're like, I'm never going to get to this. Let's go crazy. Maybe. I mean. I, okay. I can't speak for Stanley Kubrick. Well, who can, Bo? <laughs> in the in the universe of the recording, the of we're the Kubrick. only two people that exist, and and the callers. Whoa! That's we're, but we're the only two. That's an interesting take. On we're the, the only two. Formula. We're the only two active parties <laughs> when we're recording. Sure, no, we're we're reactive. Yeah, but we're the only ones who can do that. <laughs> okay. Until next week. Uh, who do I cast as? Shit, man, it's tough to. I mean, he's everything these days, but it's tough not to cast fucking Oscar Isaac. Um, but yeah, you also want a yeah. French guy? Like, you pretty hardcore need a French dude? Oof. <laughs> like, so. 
Shit. How deep's your well on French actors? Not very. Gerard Depardieu yep, is it. fucking don't not him. gonna do it. Uh, that, that's a Depardieu. Don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you know who? How is your? How deep is your French actor well? There's the dude from The Artist who's too tall and muscular mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. the guy. Um, There's the Ocean's Thirteen guy. That might be the same guy. May may. <laughs> Paul Belmondo, is that guy still alive? He's dope, but I don't think he's right for this role. <laughs> uh, fuck. But then, but then you, you, it's like you want a French actor, but I don't know about the bankability, you know? No, nah, man. In this global marketplace, you can have whoever you want. Okay. I can't look this up. I don't know. Jennifer Jason Lee. She can do anything. Uh, let's get some... Let's move it over into a... Out of the realm of French actors, somewhere you're a little more comfortable with. with Can I three. just steer this back to fucking the soundtrack would be by Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> like, talk about that for a long time? That's the trailer. You know. <laughs> when I die, I fucking I'm gonna go to hell. And it's a battle. It's Waterloo. Is that the Waterloo song? Yeah. Suicidal Thoughts by Biggie <laughs> over like an enormous Waterloo fight scene. With 10,000 extras. <clears throat> Do they, does extras still get work now that they're CGI? No, nah, man. It's, I think it's cheaper to... Damn, the extra game is fucking dead. Now you just gotta like sit in the fucking crowd at a game show. Mm-hmm. Bum deal. That is a bum deal. Like a lot of... How do you get picked out of a crowd? How the fuck? How, do, how the fuck is the next Courtney Cox gonna be found if fucking Bruce Springsteen can't pull her out? He's of the... pulling a robot out of the crowd. Fuck, man. He's pulling just a dude in a green suit. It's that fucking mocap guy from... Lord of the Rings. What's that guy's name? Andy Serkis? That guy's Johnny Mocap. <laughs> Jonathan Mocap. <laughs> you know what? I'm calling it Audible, and we're going to switch to call number four. Caller four. It's five till nine on March 29th. Uh, spring is in full bloom, and the telefriend's voicemail took full minutes to pick up, which means I probably woke up Casey, which does give me a little bit of joy. Uh Currently walking to work. This is Kenneth. Listened to episode 25 yesterday. Got me thinking about futurism. I think that robots are really rad. I like thinking about the future. You know, utopic or dystopic, however you want. However, uh, I do want to address the fact that, you know, there's a lot of fears about the safety of robots. Dr. Bots, taxi bots, whatever. I'm not going to go too deep into it because much like Bo with Biggie, I can talk for literal days about the future. Well, good segue, Casey. But the one thing that I do want to bring up is, you know, swing it back. People think that robots will be unsafe. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of deaths caused by doctor bots, taxi bots, etc. But the thing that people need to realize is that robots don't need to be perfect. What robots need to be is better than humans, which will be that's frighteningly not, easy. I disagree. We're going to be replaced in the next 20 or 30 years. Uh, and unless we don't, unless we start planning for it now, we're essentially all going to be out of jobs and screwed. And it's going to be like Looper. Do you guys ever see that great vision of the future? Uh, that being said, I think that the question that I'm going to be posing is, what is the moment in your life that you screwed up the most oh that could have been easily resolved by just having a robot do whatever you were doing. Oh, my God. All right. Thank you. I love you both. I'm getting to work. Bye. Oh, bye. 
He <laughs> <laughs> comes back for it. Yo, uh, thanks, Kenneth. Thank you for calling, Kenneth. Um, Number one. Fuck, I don't know. This, this is just, specific questions on telefriends are so fucking hard to answer. You know oh, why? Because nah. I think about the future all the time too. I don't live in the past, dog. I've got an example. Yeah. Everything I did at Blockbuster. Yeah. The cannon was replaced with. Uh, yeah, for sure. R- robot technology. Yeah. Like every time I fucked up, it was a time that a robot could do it better than I did. Yeah, but a robot, fucking, you know, can't tell you how dope LA Confidential is. Based no, it on, can't. Yeah. Yeah, like it's like it's it's a, this reviews. But that's human reviews aggregated. Yeah, by robots, but, but fine, you're fucking right. It's telling you the reviews of many people instead of one dope behind the counter who can't get a better job than Blockbuster. <laughs> well, I mean, the, you know, you and I are both people who have worked at video stores in our lives. Yeah. What you like the, the cold lesson that you learn at a video store is your is that your uh, hard earned over the course of decades pop cultural expertise is don't mean shit. Basically worthless. Yeah. Uh, and that is 99% of the people do not care that you know yeah. you can go like six actors deep on almost any movie in the right. store oh cool you know the, uh, the other shit Bronson Pinchot was in oh, I don't fucking <laughs> yeah did care. that John Cena movie come out I don't give a shit <laughs> I don't care about your life <laughs> uh, is this new yes want fucking you're, yo you're right cause fucking that shit makes it in you know high relief that streaming Netflix can but that said man I don't know I missed the video store of course. I mean, it's I go like, to it still. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, but like, it's like the most low, the highest pressure thing that can happen is somebody's like, oh, late fees. Yeah. That's not what that. Late fees, man. <laughs> late fees more than fucking Netflix, I think, is. The, Robots. Yeah. I mean, anytime I ever got in a car wreck. Wish that that could have been a robot doing it better. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I would say that like. well put yo I don't think Kenneth is right about one point that that he made in his call which is that uh, robots only have to be better than humans I don't think that's true I think from a PR standpoint robots have to be damn near perfect from Jump Street because like when a robot kills a person on the road it's going to be a big fucking like media snafu Um, my other thing is I think about the future all the time too uh, you know, um, you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> you're listening to this podcast over, like, you know, if you're listening to Telefriends, you're listening to it because of the internet. You know, yeah. uh, we're recording it on electronic devices and shit. Uh-huh. Um, and I, you know, fucking like many people in the world, like make my fucking living like creating content to be consumed uh, on the internet using computers and shit. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, like, when, how close we are to approaching that thing where it's like, I, what I'm saying is I think these fucking robots got to step their goddamn game up because lately it feels like <laughs> the point of diminishing returns is getting closer and closer, dog. And like, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm behind these fucking monitors and I'm like, are these monitors helping me work or am I working in service to these machines? You know what I mean? Like, because it's the the line that line is getting blurrier and blurrier for me. Moreover, like. Or is that just humanity struggling to hold on to what it can? But, like, fuck, man. Like, you know, like, oh, shit, there's been a, you know, security breach mm-hmm. with our fucking network or whatever. And it's like, Todd, we ran businesses for thousands of years without networks. Like, <laughs> We just didn't hear about the security breaches. They were 
physical breaches. They were. I'm just saying, like, at what point are you like, you know, if you're like, what? Why is it imperative that every business rely on a network? It seems like it seems like you'd you. I don't know if I. Fuck, man. Sorry. It just seems like. Are you moving to the cave, Bo? I'm not. It just seems like you should. It would make sense to see more and more like businesses and security operations and governments and shit moving offline so that they can't fucking be victimized. But yeah, but it's like the ease of communication and then ease of sharing information. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, when do you get to the point of diminishing returns on that shit? Never, man. We just deal with it forever. It sucks. Dang. <laughs> That one took a downturn that I didn't Fuck, expect. Fuck, sorry, man. It's been a weird day. I'm moving to this place. Let's pep you up with number three. I'm going to go to Ikea today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's true for the stars. Hey there, Telefam. Uh, this is Rachel. I just wanted to wish you a congratulations on reaching 25 episodes. Thank you. We knew you had it in you. Uh, <laughs> and I also want to offer a jam in because I realize that everything I send you is generally folks with guitars and I want to branch out a little bit. Uh, I have a haters gonna hate playlist that I put on at work when I am sick of customers. And one of my favorite songs on that is New Phone, parentheses, Who Dis by Cakes to Killer. Killa with just the A instead of the E R. Um, (laughs) It is a great song. It has a great beat. uh, And I really would love to hear Bo's opinion on this specifically, as well as listen to his jam out, because I would like to listen to more uh, hip-hop and rap beyond this, and Kendrick, and Kanye, and Chance, for the most part, plus Nicki, of course, because Nicki Minaj is literally the big my five. favorite. Uh, <laughs> bye! Yo, that was a long bye <laughs> Yo, can we talk about? It seemed like it seemed like it seemed like Rachel was 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 calling in secret that time. Hello, telephone. <laughs> yeah. I'm just calling. <laughs> Wish you a happy 25 episodes. I'm in the stock room. Don't tell anyone. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm not mad. Window. I guess they got the word out, cause now your boy is single I'ma hit the city up, and I'm down to mingle Player talking fly shit, I wonder what that mouth do You think this shit is sweet like honey to a bee I've been attracting ballers and actors around me I've been here already, jersey bread like Fetty My come up is kinda steady, so goobies be flocking heavy The thirst is so cute, chickens about the coop They perched up on the roof, just waiting on me to swoop And here come my ex Again, they're looking stressed. I'm moving on to the next sequel, and it's in the Z block. Yo, it's Kicks. If you got something sweet to say, just leave your name and number. Yeah, that was dope.
Uh, I like Hakes to Killer. You want to hear my reaction to it? Like, yo, that's dope. <laughs> there you go. That's the reaction. <laughs> Covered. All right. This is uh, Cadence Weapon with my crew in parentheses. Woo! How many that? Say it's four O's. This goes out to all my Milan friends and my park at Connects. All the kids in Little Italy, the punks in St. Henry, Plateau Bros, and the crew in the D's. Cause you know when I do it, you know I do it with ease. Made some moves with my music, you got a couple degrees. My scene This shit warms up. Cause I got a few of my sleeves. <laughs> think I'm so fluent and ruthless, so underground in the sewer. Like Dasa, that's what my set, my sound progression is proven. You think it's all an illusion, must be the booze you're consuming. Talking shit with your clicker when all alone is confusion. Acting like beefcake brutus when typing on your This computer. is a slow build, you, yeah. you can feel it coming. Proven, so you need a transfusion. My niggas don't run when it pop off. Might rock camo when the cops stop. Might pop a Lambo with a drop top. Make your jaw drop, right hold with a crop top. Better make like smoke with your pot chops. And the hot spots fall off, nigga, not that. Want me to stay poor, nigga, stop that. Better fall back to the toe wearing all black. My crew like. <laughs> what? Seamless. I think it was. <laughs> Yeah, that was Cadence Weapon with my crew in parentheses. Woo! Um, and that's your jam out, Rachel. I feel like Rachel needs a fucking Telefriends nickname. I put it to you, Case Dog. I think it'll come in time. All right. I, th- I think a nickname is something you don't force. That's I think true. A nickname is- I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there that it, there should be one. Oh, 100%. For sure. <laughs> So, the, so our I next call. I feel like call. I'm not giving you what you want, man. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Our next I'm call. To, look, it's not like I do this a lot. Our next call. Mm-hmm. This is a very important call. Okay. It's call number one. Hi, it's your writer friend, Hella Bros. Oh, shit. I just called in to read you a story that was day 346 Fuck. of year three of me writing story every day congratulations i guess on uh, being the inspiration for that story thank you according to the notes that i took off of the telefriends episode where you gave me recommendations Recaps on what the short story should be it was bow on a steamer okay the trunk to hawaii yes aloha based on santa monica by everclear <laughs> tsunami devastates california goblin in the trunk Whoa. Uh, dreaming of your ghost. That's a lot to work with. Uh, 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 it was very difficult to make ever clear at all serious. Uh, <laughs> and it was especially a bane on me because at my regular job, I have to hear that song close to once a day. Whoa. So, screw you guys for that. <laughs> Get your money, Art the Inspiration overall. Um, because every story in this year of the project starts with not i had to name this one not aloha like hello uh, pretty okay. good title pretty good title hey bye yo what call number two all right the peach of the sunset found the traveler you. looking at black clouds and fingering his trunks brass clasps with a ri- fingering rhythm <laughs> even he couldn't identify I just want to feel some sunshine, goblin. 
he said quietly. <laughs> Is that too much? Who are you talking to? Heaving the trunk to his chest with an, uh, 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 nobody. He recognized the speaker. She had introduced herself as Patience, and he, wearied of explaining the meaning, origin, and spelling of his name, had introduced himself as what he wanted to be. Meeting on the main deck, Art, Patience said. The traveler smiled pleasantly, following some dozen steps behind and letting the clunk of his black boots muffle his whisper. Just want to find some place to be alone, Goblin. A mottled assembly waited. Okay, everybody, Patience announced. That last wave knocked out just about everything. Ship's barely working enough to get us to the big island. Food's pretty much gone, and we'll have to get ourselves a genuine campfire to cook and keep warm. Who's got something to contribute? Various volunteers offered such useful items as granola and cookies. The traveler couldn't help thinking that people kept the strangest things close as patience turned to him. What you got in that thing, Art? No, not, uh, this isn't... He began as she stepped nearer. Oh, man. Things heavy, one passenger remarked, and another observed. Might be hoarding cans. I seen you talking to it, Patience said. There a cat in there? Little dog? Because they want to eat? A susurrus of consensus surged. Give it to us! Whoa. Wait, goblin! He choked as they pried the trunk from his fingers. Can't wait, Patience said. Clasps pried from their hinges. Not a yowl, but a flutter escaped. Delicate pages filled with fine print spilled out by the thousands. Whoa. Phone books? She snarled. You're carrying around phone books? It's all we have left of them, the traveler whispered. She humphed. Uh, something to start the fire. No! Damn. He screamed, hysterical chest heaving as the sheaves lit. He was hollow. All the things you took away. The fading sun gave to the surging fire the burden of illuminating the Polaroid, bookmarking a single, underlined entry. Gobieski, comma, Lynn. All the things you took away. Dog. Right? Yeah. I, di- I didn't listen to this call all the way through when we got it. As soon as I f- figured out what it was, I stopped it so it could be fresh. Yeah. That was awesome. Like, straight up and down. <laughs> like, I- we love every caller who calls in the telephones, right? <laughs> like, we love you all equally. And it's not fair because, like, he has access yeah, to things and skill sets. I'm just saying, like, it seems like but when we started on. this podcast, it was like, this, this, like, that kind of shit was like, maybe we're going to get some shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo. And he has somebody named Patience talking about I can't wait. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, That's a lot. There was a lot in 365 words. Yeah, he right? really packed it in there, man. Yeah. That was a lot. I'm super impressed. Fuck, dude. I mean, he's been doing it for several years now. He so. does have the moves. Fuck, man, that was really incredible. And we'd like to hear more about this fingering. (laughs) (laughs) I got 365 words. The third one's going to be fingering. (laughs) (laughs) This year's theme is... 
fingering. Every 15th word is fingering. <laughs> I like if you... Yeah. The 15th word of every story. Oh, I thought you meant like... So, so I gotta work it in through. early every time. <laughs> well, we've got some more expertise for you, Bo. Okay. With call number five. Hello there, phone pals. <laughs> uh, I have an answer for tech support. Oh, fuck. The other day, somebody called in wondering how there could be so many mattress stores. Yes. This is a nationwide epidemic. That's a true thing. Uh, and I have an answer for you. Several things lead to this uh, odd happenstance. I'm listening. First of all, mattress stores have a particularly low cost to run. This is due to uh, a product that's actually produced pretty cheaply. Um, There's uh, only a small workforce required that's largely paid on commission. Okay. Uh, Mattresses, however, have traditionally a high percent answer, which allows for quite a lot of profits to be made on each mattress. Yeah, high markup. So that's that's how such a store could remain in business, right? Yeah, but you don't fucking see Ferrari dealerships every 10 blocks. Yeah, but they're, they're high markup. They're not fucking skyrocket markup. That's fair. The mattress probably costs 100 bucks now, to make. the recent <laughs> right, right, right. recession, uh, you know... But, however many years you want to say that was, half a decade, made people put off buying mattresses. Just flip it. Because it's kind of a large purchase, and you really only make it a few times in your lifetime. Uh, So now there is a current mattress sale boom, and perhaps Mm -hmm. a mattress bubble. Uh, Finally, as to why they all tend to lump together... Uh, there's this there's this thing that happens in, in a local market. When two competing businesses are in the same market, they'll keep moving alternatively to capture the most of the market. So one business will settle in a place. Another business will uh, move slightly to uh, cut them off from part of the market. And they'll keep doing this little dance until they end Physically? up naturally right next to each other. Really? And then at this point... Uh, one of them can only move to a non-ideal location, and they actually get less of the market by moving, so they don't move. And then this keeps happening. Um, so there are lots of little clumps of mattress stores Is everywhere. So- uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. <laughs> that was sounded like three-fourths an answer. You don't believe that last part? I, I don't know if I buy the last part. But... But Deep with, Impact and Armageddon came out at the same time. But honestly. said with authority, I'll buy it. Yeah, I'm into it. That was a fucking pretty badass answer, man. Shit. <laughs> Yo, yeah, fuck, man, mattress stores. There are, like, since we talked about it, like, I've been noticing more and more mattress yeah. stores, and that's crazy. I saw a signed answer for a mattress store the other day. You saw a signed answer for a mattress store? Mm-hmm. Was it, what was it, was the sign mattress it was, looking? It was one of the, no, it was just, like, mattresses that way. And it was like this dance. <laughs> he was a half-hearted. Yeah, very light tilting back and forth of the sign. Like, I wish I was Like, in front of the face, so there's no, like, personality to it. Oh, man. I was like, that's not going to make me spontaneously buy a mattress that I wasn't otherwise looking for. What would make you buy a mattress spontaneously that you weren't otherwise looking for? Like, a hell of a deal? No, even that, I promise. That'd be, like, one hell of a deal. Be like, fuck, I'm going to get rid of this mattress. Would you buy a mattress off a of Craigslist? If there's a guy, no. If there's a guy <laughs> juggling mattresses, I would that's, stop. That would be a big guy. I'd go check it out. 
That would be a really big guy. Or if there's a guy standing there with a stack of mattresses, and he's like, hey, you go in the mattress store and check it out. Just let us go to the pitch. I'll juggle these mattresses. What if? Would you? Would you? Yes. I'll, go I'll, t- I'll tell you what. It's going to get me in the door of a mattress okay. store. I want a stack of mattresses outside. Mm-hmm. Once every hour on the hour, a guy eats a mattress. A guy jumps off the roof onto the pile of mattresses. <laughs> you have to go in and hear the pitch. Yeah, I'm, I'll fucking I'll I'll hear the pitch. So he's so it's like a tent over the mattress store. So no, everybody just can your looky looky no, loose can out see. Back. It's out like, back. Yeah. It's out back. I'd rather see a guy eat a mattress. You can't eat a mattress quick. Would you do a... How gross... Like, you know, like, hands on a hard body? Mm-hmm. How fucking gross would that be in a mattress store? Would everybody have to lay on a mattress? Yeah. Or just hand on a mattress. How soon before two strangers start fucking is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, God. What do you think happens at these hands on a hard body thing? Is it the, is the fact that it's just called hard body makes you think that it ends in like... <laughs> don't think I'm going to keep that in the pocket. Pumping up against the side of your Tacoma. Uh, Not my Tacoma. My Tacoma. Somebody has a specific recommendation for us. I'm just saying like if you were like... You know, you really needed a mattress and you were like a fucking husband and wife team. You could just start boning right there and like, you'd probably hey, win. Hey, <laughs> somebody. This is my fuck style. There's no shame here. That's why they don't run those contests. I bet that's in the rules. Yeah. Don't bone on this mattress. Don't be fucking. <laughs> no fucking. <laughs> There, there's that adult tag that we so desire. <laughs> Explicit. Yeah, NSFU. Uh, hit me with seven. We got some recommendations. Good. I need to know about some shit. Hey, uh, hey guys. It's uh, Brendan. Brendo! Hey, I have a movie recommendation for you. It's on Netflix right now. Uh, it's called Pontypool. It's like this weird kind of horror movie where it sounds super stupid because there's a virus that's transmitted by the English language. But... It's that sounds awesome. Thrilling. I watched it the other night. I guess actually Bo shouldn't watch this because it's kind of scary. Uh, I don't do well. With anyway, uh, another thing is I want to know what the etiquette is for, like, if you're at a party at somebody's house and you break something, like, uh, say you go, yeah. I don't know, you're in the backyard and you, like, jump on their kid's trampoline <laughs> and it breaks. Fuck off. Do you have to replace it? <laughs> Thanks. Bye. <laughs> You do, Brendan. You do have to replace I'm it. I'm so happy I didn't listen to the end of this call. <laughs> I'm so happy with everything. I fucking... I was so... I fucking jumped on a fucking trampoline and the shit broke because I'm a monster. I was fully prepared to sit there till I starved to death rather than fucking like face the crowd. Uh, but then I was like, I just ate a... You know, um, I fucking I tried to have the replacement ordered before I stood up. <laughs> it was it was a, a game time decision on the intro, whether or not I was going to mention it. Man, <laughs> like I even had it. I have I haven't been that fucking mortified in a social situation in a long time. It was I was gonna, it so was gonna, upset. It was going to be Bo hasn't heard these calls, but he has destroyed destroyed yeah. a trampoline uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> immediately into the next call. Man. That was the worst. I'm sorry again. Uh, I, I, I made the promise 
that this would be the last time I give you shit about it. Yeah? Yeah. Why? This is... Because it's... <laughs> it's, it's diminishing returns because you actually feel bad about it. I do feel genuinely bad. I feel like if I was like fucking like, you know, fucking is, like is it 23 of, and still like a fucking pirate, like rolling through places and just fucking shit up, like I would be like, well, is it because, is because you did it in off. front of like the two year old who owns the trampoline? Who like was trying to get in at the same time? God damn it. I have a theory as to why it happened, but I don't want to place the blame on anybody but myself. <laughs> we could talk about it off mic. We're gonna write a letter to that ma- that uh, trampoline manufacturer. Sure. <laughs> Fucking god damn it! That was the worst. I, wa- <laughs> ne- I never wanted to dig a hole and die in it more. <laughs> well, the thing is, you got a lo- you got a lot of blame there, but you weren't the only one on that trampoline. True, it, it's my foot went through the thing. Yeah, but I think it's a group group effort effort when you're on a trampoline. You're all in it together. Literally. Would you rather okay, like let's say it's you and you're jumping on the trampoline and the trampoline fucking breaks. Oh, we're talking about sci-fi movies. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying would you rather be in that scenario <laughs> or have would you rather have clogged up the toilet at a party that you're at? Probably clog up the toilet. Me too cuz I just could fucking, fucking sneak away. Yeah. <laughs> And it's always a suspicion that I did it. I never acknowledged, like, straight up. Because everybody's too nice. <laughs> Ain't nobody came in the room and watched me dump it, you know? <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. We should have just threw it over the fence and walked away. I need to change my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bo. So thanks for that, Brendan. And also that movie I'll never watch, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I didn't listen to the whole thing. It makes me so happy. Uh, uh, we got some people to thank, Bo. We do. Firstly, Kenneth. Number one. Also, Taku. For the use of his theme song. Supposed to do. Off his album? Do what you love. Shit. He's the best. Yeah. And we all think everybody called in this week. Yes. Yo, we got so much fucking killer positive feedback on the last episode. Yeah, um, it was crazy. That this one can't help but disappoint. Yeah, like people coming and be like, hey, that was great. And like, I didn't ask you. It's so awesome that you told me that. Fucking hey, man. Yeah. I've, yeah, yeah, for sure. It wasn't me norm, my normal fishing for compliments and <laughs> your, pulling teeth to t- please tell me something self. nice so I can stop crying. <laughs> Get me through this dark, dark day. <laughs> for real though, man. Like I've, I, you know, fucking the great thing about Telefriends, there's a lot of great things about Telefriends, but the great thing about Telefriends is like, it doesn't fucking exist in a void. You know what I mean? Like, it necessarily relies on, on like, external factors to function. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's always felt like, fuck, man, I don't want to get sappy about the shit, but it's always felt, like, super, like, um, thrilling and heartwarming that anybody calls into our show at all, you know? Yeah. Um, but, like, yo, like, the past couple of weeks in particular have been, like, really fucking encouraging from, like, a keep this train moving yeah we're getting new callers and they're being repeat callers fucking a man it's amazing yeah i really love it uh also we're totally up for answering talking about any show related stuff you want on our facebook sure we're facebook.com slash telefriends podcast yeah we are we're also on instagram at 304518jams yeah we're also jams we're also oh wait, wait 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 i have a thing i want to pose a topic because oh, I have oh, an idea. Oh, oh my. I was going to say we also have an email. People could email us if they wanted. Where is that at? It's telefriendspodcast at gmail. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Did you know that was there? Kind of. I think you set it up. Yeah, I probably What's your idea? Okay, so I have this idea for a fucking 
a, a special episode of Telefriends. Ooh. Yeah. And it's going to be fucking Telefriends field trip, right? Mm-hmm. This is going to take a couple of episodes of the regular show just to set up. Okay. Because, like, my idea is that, like, callers call in and then th- we fucking decide where to go based on fucking what the where the callers want us to go and then once that's decided callers can then call in and fucking like you know what i'm saying like ask us a specific shit about that place or tell us to do okay so like in that area or whatever how how would this work would we like get a suggestion from calls we'd like have two or three calls three or four calls we listen to yeah and from those calls decide where we're going sure and And i got some like, like suggestions like you know we 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 tweet Twitter it out like we tweet the like this is where we're going call yeah. now for any questions about this place. No, I think like so. Okay, we so let's say there's there's it's a three phase plan. Phase one is what we're experiencing right now, like announcing mm-hmm. this idea. Phase mm-hmm. two is we get a bunch of calls that like here's where you should go. Uh, fucking phase three is there's four phases. Phase three. <laughs> Phase three is like, now we've decided where we're going, so fucking callers are asking us and telling us to do specific shit about that place oh, okay. they know so, that we're going. So, and then phase four is we do that episode. Yeah, so on an episode, we're like, okay, this is where we decided where we're going. Yeah. Okay, I get it. We could probably combine phase three and four. Is what I, is the other I'm totally up for this project. Yeah, me too. Where would you, what, what kind of place would you be up to going? I was thinking about like Sherwood Forest Renaissance Fair, but that mm-hmm. feels like maybe a little mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. Little too mm-hmm. on the nose for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think it's up to the colors. It is, but I, mean, I just want to throw some shit out there. Like, yo, this is the kind of thing. Casey has said he will not go to a salt room. A salt room. <laughs> Every time you say it, I think you're saying a salt room. Like, where, where, where you, you get, get assaulted? Where you either assault or get assaulted. What, 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 the, what? the zoo. We could go to the zoo. I do love the zoo. The zoo's really good. Uh, we could go to. Uh, a natural, Denny's. We could go to a Denny's. We could go to fucking. We could spend a day in a laundromat. <laughs> we could, uh, Shit. Um, that's like your dream. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Let's go. We could do one of those fucking flotation tanks. Sense depth. Yeah. Oh, I would do a sensory deprivation. Johnny sense depth, dog. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, fucking. Let's talk about Looper also real quick. By the way, how did JGL get to be JGL? And fucking Breck and Meyer didn't get to be JGL. He's probably not as talented. Do you believe that? He's not as good looking. I believe maybe, but I'm saying. I think I think uh, JGL's a pretty good actor. I think Breckin Meyer's kind of a funny guy. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I know Breckin Meyer is one of the. He's the touchstone of legs of the tripod that is Telefriends. <laughs> the others TBD, but. <laughs> He's the he's the truck nuts. <laughs> Are we the dick? We're the dick. <laughs> Let's finish this off with call number eight. Hey guys, it's a beer. Uh, one more musical thing. I uh, jam in, jam out. Fuck yeah. And uh, my suggestions for Bo is this Outcast song called "In Due Time." Uh, it's featuring CeeLo. I haven't heard. Uh, it's not on an album. It's on the Soul Food soundtrack. Nice. I don't know. You can find it on Spotify. Um, we'll see. You can you can find it on YouTube. Uh, it's a pretty great song. It's a song that uh, I feel like a lot of people don't know, but it's pretty great. 
And then for Casey, I say, uh, I was listening to the song Mental Haven by a band called Hater. What's the word? And I think you'd like it. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Mental Haven by Hater? Mm -hmm. Bill Hater? Probably. That makes sense. Are you familiar with this outcast song? I'm not. Oh, shit. Outcast is like the dopest shit ever that I was straight up late to the game with. And I think it was because I'm from Georgia, and so they were like hot in the streets. Yeah. And I like didn't want to like anything that like the people you saw on a regular basis were yeah. going on in the scene in the movie for this is life. I don't have any idea. There's an the other one is Mental Haven by Ben Call Hater, which is like... I mean, it's kind of dope that you, like the, the band name itself preempts the criticism of the band. <laughs> so this is like fucking... You're, I'm the rap dude and you're the fucking guitar guy? Is this what this is? That's what about? it's turning into. I don't know if that's accurate, though. I think it's pretty accurate. I don't know, man. I think I probably listen to more music like this than you probably listen to more rap music. This isn't exactly my <laughs> my wake up jam, but alright, I gotta record a song alright, we're gonna go with Diet Sig I love Diet Sig and this, I love Diet Sig in the song Barf Day they don't fucking rap I like them <laughs> oh, baby getting pigeonholed fucking A, man <laughs> My jam out's so fucking dope, and it's not a rap song. Dietsig rules. Dietsig rules life.
I think there's some people that tell a fan they'll enjoy this one. Yeah? Yeah. Like who? Like all of them. Because we're about the love, Bo. Okay, man. Shut up listening to your rap music. <laughs> Get back to your raps. <laughs> You're just like the guy at the record store. <laughs> That was Barf Day. Happy Barf Day. Happy birthday. This is Bo's Jam Out. Oh shit. Should we tell everybody bye? Sure. Oh, should we do that? Should we do it before? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. For Thank you for calling. Fuck no. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Everybody called. Thanks for calling. You can call. If you listen, then call. Call in. 304518 jams. Jams. This is Platinum Blonde by Blondie. Bye. got a notification from twitter like it's not enough that twitter's like a fucking vile fucking cesspool of bullshit yeah this is the twitter notification i just got at totinos and at cheerios just followed at fruit by the foot <laughs> <laughs>